0: Hi everyone, Lauren here. Uh, Before we start this week's show, I wanted to talk uh, just for a minute uh, about my dog Simon, um, which I know is a strange subject for this show, but uh, bear with me. Uh, Simon passed away on March 2nd, and while he wasn't someone you heard much of on the show, maybe some barks in the background every now and again, he was a presence uh, in my life and in the creation of this show. Uh, He was there with me when I edited the show every Tuesday night he was there with me when I did notes for just about all of these albums and he would even sit with me when I'd watch these videos um I one time I remember him sitting with me on the bed while I watched all the videos for colds uh uh 13 ways to to die on stage and I think he hopped off in the middle of the just kind of wicked video hopped off the bed and said I've I've had enough of the scooter and the boys but uh he was there for me for all of that and um you know, sometimes he would come and he'd bark at me to go to bed when I was in the middle of an edit. I was like, I got to get these episodes done, buddy. Um, and then he would just lay down uh, amongst all my cords and everything on the floor until I was done. And uh, he was very dear to me. And, um, and my life truly won't be the same without him. And he was a good dog. He was respectful, of course, as Jenny would always say. And I will miss him very much.
1: Roach, co- Roach, Coach, the Podcast, hot all day, every day, it is the Roach Coach, Podcast, all day, all day, every day.
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal cannon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski, with me as always, the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Naz.
1: Keep it rolling, baby.
0: There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, back with you, back for another episode of Roach Coach, creating this new metal in one album at a time. This week, it's all about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting. That's right. It's all about your feedback, your questions, your queries, your roach recommendations. But right now, Matt... It's all about who's blowing up our inbox, sliding, blowing, doing it. That's right, Matt. It's all of those things, Matt. We get a lot of messages about things. Events will happen in the world, and we'll get messages that will just bombard us. I would say that this event that is happening, may be the max that we've ever received messages about anything. Oh like, wow. This is like we got a lot of messages about the new Limbiska video. But this might be the one. And what I am talking about, everyone already knows, because you all sent it to us. Record Store Day 2023 is almost upon us. And at Record Store Day 2023, Macho Man's Be A Man is being reissued on Purple Vinyl.
1: This is crazy. This does make me feel like there's a Roach Coach bump out there. Like, why... Of all
0: records and all times now. I know. I can say that I've never felt like we talk about the Roach Coach bump a lot in the show, and I don't want to burst any bubbles out there, but generally we're joking. We don't
1: really. Oh, think yeah. That. We, we think. fully understand that there's literally no way we could get a record
0: pressed. There's no way. But at the same time, the timing on this. Could we have gotten a record <laughs> Could we have? It, I got to say that it is wild to, to, to see that this is happening so soon after we did our Macho Man album. And then also that I had people send me screenshots from r slash vinyl, r slash reissue, whatever on Reddit of people talking about trying to find this on vinyl and people saying, oh, did you hear about it on Roach Coach? And people connecting that way. So I just I'm wondering so we got a lot of messages about this a lot of messages everyone who messaged us thank you very much a lot of questions were asked the main one is Jenny aware of this she certainly is second question is Jenny gonna get a copy I feel like almost certainly a few people ask can we get Jenny a copy she will not say no all right <laughs> she will not turn that down Jenny has never been one to, to turn down a free meal she will certainly take it and i know she's got a record player cuz mitch is you know mitch is a big vinyl head so oh, i know yeah. they got a record player in the house so and, and there's the other thing she's already been rocking it on on the digital on the streaming spin i honestly i almost got her got it to, for her on cd because someone had posted it was available someone there was a cd at a used record store but when i went to go there it was gone already so wow. the demand is real so now this is happening. So somehow, some way, Jenny's going to get this thing. But um, Roach Coach Bump is real. That's that's what I'm taking from this.
1: You know, it's crazy because as a avid record collector myself, mm-hmm. you know, I do celebrate Record Store Day. I, in the past, I have gone out. I've never waited overnight, but I've left my house at like six in the morning to make sure I'm there right when a store opens, so I can get what I need. But this I the crazy thing about this one is let me let me pull this up. So for Record Store Day uh let's take a look at this list. There we go. Cuz you know I fucking love a list, bro. Oh, we love a list. Love a list. Love that they put right in the middle click here for the list. Thank you Record Store Day.
0: That's that's what we needed. I need that guidance. I need that guidance.
1: Oh, they're not even putting numbers. Boo. Boo to that. It just says limited run vinyl.
0: Let's see. So what's uh what else do we have on this list besides um besides Oh, you a... want a
1: you want a big rundown?
0: Uh I don't think the whole list, the whole list is a little long. But, no, there's um,
1: literally no way. Why don't you I could hit swi- us with Why don't you hit us with Oh. Matt.
0: You're you're a big you're Taproot.
1: Taproot. Welcome. Okay. That's that's getting a F release of record store day first release. Okay. All right. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. Ooh, Groove Armada Blacklight, um, which is one of my all-time favorite records, is getting a release. That's very nice. For real? Oh, Blacklight by Groove Armada. All time. One of the one of the, one of my favorite albums of all time. Love that album. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I prefer the UK track listing. Not the American release track listing. They mess it all up. They put everything in the wrong order. For proper flow, I recommend the UK track listing. Let's this what... is infuriating. The okay.
1: Cure has released an album, a record store day, for like the past five years mm-hmm. and it's always on picture disc. And picture disc sucks. <laughs> like it is quite simply just a collector's piece. Mm-hmm. But like they've. The thing is, like. When you buy a record, you want it like just pressed, just black. Or I like colored vinyl, I, I, I think that's cool and fun. But like picture disc is like the last thing I want. I do mm-hmm. not want a picture disc. Mm-hmm. And it would be fine if there were like a regular version of the album out there. Right. And the picture disc, because this is a collector's item. Perfect. No, it's like the only way to get it. <laughs> it's like, oh, come on, guys, do better. Ooh, dope. Group therapy. Come on. Oh, love to hear from my guys and
0: dope. Let's see. The Mars Volta are putting up Francis the Mute. Ooh, Twisted are putting out Electric Lettuce Limited. It's got the L limited run
1: for that one. Now, I have to say, I think we listened to some Twisted. Yeah. I I've I've softened on Twisted over the years. I, I like jamie Madrox, i kind of think like he he's he seems like a good guy like it just seems mm-hmm. like he's pretty down to earth he's like trying to do the best for his fans i like i like twisted that being said mm-hmm. you can go four years from now and find this record store release <laughs> in a bin there is always leftover twisted i'm just telling you oh uh,
0: that, that's fair matt um oh kitty is putting out until the end Holy shit! Um, that is an uh, that's a record store day first release, according to the uh, thing here. Um, let's see, we'll do a couple more. Um, little Johnny Lennon putting out. Oh. Give me, give me some truth. Um, old, old Johnny Lennon. Old huh? Johnny Lennon, and you know what? Not to be outdone, Paul McCartney. Old Paul, Red oh. Rose Speedway. Matt, how 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 are you on the Beatles solo material? Are you schooled? Are you are you or, you, or is that just a barren land for you with not real a lot of knowledge?
1: Here here's where I kind of land. Ringo, I'm not I'm not gonna buy any. Fair. John Lennon, a specific release maybe, but I don't have any in my collection right now. Okay. McCartney, uh huh. Wings, I like Wings. McCartney 2 is such a fucking weirdo album. Mm-hmm. I love it. He's like I got really high and figured out how to use a synthesizer. It's so cool. <laughs> but it's also not a great album, but I like it. Like Waterfalls is on that one. And uh Coming Out or Coming Up, great song. Mm-hmm. But I also think Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time is from McCartney 2 sessions. Yes. I personally like that song. People loathe that song. I got to say, that is the most mystifying loathe
0: song of all time. I wasn't even aware that people hated that song. Oh, they hate it. And people hate it. And I was like, Well, like,
1: not even joking. Like, turn that off. Oh, yeah. I hate that
0: song. People get really mad about it. And I'm always just like... Are you familiar with the Pussycat Dolls? They have so many songs. Like there's way worse songs. <laughs> like, way, are, worse. way worse songs than that <laughs> are song. You, are you familiar with the Pussycat, dolls? the Pussycat? Dolls? I'm just saying. Oh,
1: what yeah. a leadoff question. <laughs>
0: there it is. Um, yeah, so yeah, I've never I have listened to, I wanna say, a couple McCartney solo records, and it definitely feels like a guy who's got more talent than we can ever understand. Yep. But he doesn't have anyone around him pushing him. So it's always feels like, like it's still running at like half power. And you realize the sort of the alchemy of the Beatles was that he had John Lennon over there needling him the whole time and him needling John Lennon back. And that's why the Beatles stuff is so strong. But when you don't have that for McCartney, then it's sort of like, it's just not. It's it's good, but it's not. It just isn't the same. It's the same problem with the David Lee Roth solo records. Um,
1: <laughs> wow. I I mean, well, okay. He is f- so front-loaded on good on good solo records. David mm-hmm. Lee Roth, like the first one, that's like a Van Halen record.
0: Oh, um, it, it was it, it eat the um? Oh, it's not eat the rich. It's no. um.
1: Oh God. I wonder if we could find it, you know, with uh, this... Uh, there's no
0: way we-, we can find David Lee Ross' solo record <laughs> uh, info on the internet.
1: There's just no, no way. Hold there's on. just no way. Eat Him and Smile? Eat Him and so- Smile.
0: Eat Him and Smile definitely sounds like a Van Halen record, except he's decided to... He replaced uh, Eddie with... Um, Seth Steve Vai. Oh, Steve Vai. That's it.
1: Yeah. So you got, like, you've got like you got Eat Him and Smile, Crazy from the Heat, and Skyscraper. Mm-hmm. And then... And all of those have one song that you're like, yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) But there is, in his later career, like in the 90s, he put out this album, like the devil made me do it or something. It's called, I found it, it's called A
0: Little Ain't Enough.
1: Oh, that one sucks. My dad bought it because he liked the song Sensible Shoes.
0: What a name of a song.
1: Oh, oh god. It blows. <laughs> that fucking song. It, you know, we this this is a uh, this is a boomer stroking his dick while looking in a mirror. This song is so bad oh, that I have to play it for you. Okay,
0: now. yeah, please do. Um yeah, let me hear it.
1: Yeah, oh, what a surprise! It's it, it's not in the top. <laughs> David Lee yeah, wrote, no, a, no? Oh, no, no, what a shock. Okay. Um, oh, okay, let's see. I believe that was a little enough. Baby's not for us. sensible shoes. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> uh, just what you want in a rock song. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I have to. Oh, oh yeah, this has. Oh, I can't wait to play this for you, Lauren. You're gonna be, and I have to see your face because I. I, I, I wish we could just capture this moment because your life is about to
0: change. <laughs> my life before sensible shoes, my life yeah. after.
1: Imagine you'd never honked on Bobo. Oh my god! Yeah, that, that's oh boy. that's the this is the world you're going to be in after you hear sensible shoes. Okay. So this is Diamond Dave. Diamond Dave Rock, late era, 1991. 91. Diamond Dave. Okay. <laughs>
0: She said the problem with you, you need some
1: <sighs> Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god Oh what a fucking pile of shit uh, That song sucks so bad It's like he heard Life's Been Good By Joe Walsh and was like You know what? I need one of those that sucks.
0: You know what's funny is this realization that so much of this music that was made by these sort of like the guys who were killing in the 80s coming into the 90s. Okay, so 1991. We're talking, you know, obviously the the, the touchstones, you know, the beginning of grunge, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, all that happening. And these guys make this music that is like, you know what? Um, I need to make something that's gonna kill in a Michelob Ultra commercial. You know, that's the only place that this song makes sense. This song does not make sense in a car. This song does not make sense being played in a home stereo, but being played out of a one-speaker TV, telling me that some Michelob Ultra is what I need for a night in. Absolutely, this sounds like a. This sounds like this would. This would slide in perfectly next to the Bruce Willis album, <laughs> you know. Right, Bruno. Oh yeah, the yeah. Return of Bruno. Return of Bruno. This same sort of stuff. It's like so. Oh my God! It's so. I mean, it's honestly, it is akin to honking on Bobo. Oh, for
1: sure. But it's Where crazy. It's just like yeah. we're gonna just you know, go back to the roots of this music. No, no. no. don't
0: you aren't the roots of this music. Uh, so, I'm looking up this album on Wikipedia, and um, it uh, this album marked the beginning of David Lee Ross' commercial decline, mm. given the drop-off in sales from his prior two albums, and they said that during the year of the album's release, the Seattle grunge movement was beginning a sea change in rock, and uh, Ross' brand of grand me- glam metal was considered obsolete. And uh, this you know who produced this album? Bob Bob Rock.
1: Bob. Ah, Bob. that makes sense.
0: Yep. Uh, he followed this up with an album called "Your Filthy Little Mouth," came out in 1994. Is produced by Nile Rodgers. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's unexpected.
0: That is unexpected.
1: And um... I have. To... <laughs> this is perfect. This song is on a playlist in Spotify called "White Dad Barbecue Jams." <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect.
0: That is perfect i will say that just reading the song titles from david lee roth's your filthy little mouth feels a little bit like a threat i'll just hit you with some song titles okay you ready yep she's my machine everybody's got the monkey
1: oh cool. cheating
0: heart cafe oh right. hey you never know no big ting that one makes me upset oh i'm fucking furious okay how about this one you're breathing it wow yeah i got a feeling let's see review wise this got a one and a half star rating from the chicago tribune (laughs) all music two out of five rolling stone two out of five rolling stone also gave ain't a little ain't enough two out of five it says that this album received mixed reviews from music critics with particularly negative responses coming from heavy metal critics while Ross' newly intricate lyrics were well-received, the wide range of genre exercises earned Roth praise and derision. Entertainment Weekly gave it a B B+, said that thanks to Nile Rodgers' skillful production, the result is Roth's most listenable, insightful, and hysterical effort in years. Metro News noted that the album improves as it progresses. A Horn Driven, A Little Luck, and Cheatin' Heart Cafe, a duet with Travis Tritt, are substantial improvements, as is Sunburn with its snaky guitar intro. I got to say, hearing that an album improves as it goes along is incredibly damning praise. Well, yeah. That means you put the first song on and you go, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. And then the next song comes on and you're like, well, I guess it's not as bad as that other one. And then by halfway through, you're like, I don't want to die, so I guess it's <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. On, I mean, really, that just sounds really like a 1993, 94 decision. Is like somebody's like, we have David Lee Roth. What do we do with him? And they're like, yep. well, we also have Niall Rogers. What do we do with him? It's like put them in a room together. Let's see make, what happens. See what happens and make it happen. Okay. Well, we got way off talking about that, but well, I mean, how could we not? How could we not? To bring it all back though, Record Store Day. It's coming. Down. April 26th. April 26th, 2023.
1: Oh, excuse me. Saturday, April 22nd. There but we go. Even better. Pretty close.
0: There we go. We were close. You'll have to go to your local hot record. Matt, what's your record store choice
1: for you? If you're going to go record shop, where do you go? Um. Okay. Depends on how much time I have. Okay. If let's
0: see. You, you got time. You got time.
1: If I got time, mm-hmm. then I want to go to, I like UHF. In downtown Royal Oak. And then I will drive from there to. What is the other one? What's the one in Ferndale? Found Sound. There we go. I will go to Found Sound. But if I just need something quick, like I've been getting jazz records that have been re released by Blue Note, Mm -hmm. and I'll go to the Detroit Record Club for that. Okay.
0: All right. Those are the
1: three I hit the most often.
0: Okay. I'm still a CD guy. I'm a CD guy till I die. But I do enjoy 13, 13 Floor Records in Seymour, Indiana, where I live. And I also go to Indie, CD, and Vinyl in Broad Ripple, Indiana. They have a lot of good stuff. Those are the two record stores I tend to frequent the most. The thing I like about the one in Seymour, though, is they're still primarily CDs. Because here in Seymour, Indiana, baby, it's CD City. Matt we got to talk about a new segment. It's called Who's Rallying? Who's Rallying? Uh, This was sent to us by Kelly K. Fresh. Frazier. Kelly Fresh. The headline on the PRP says Taproot rallying fans to help the band earn their first gold record. Mm. This was very surprising to me to learn that Taproot did not have any gold records. That's nuts. That that seemed crazy. So, according to this, um, so Taproot are making their return to live music this year, and they are hoping to rally their fans to to help the group earn their first gold record. According to Taproot, their 2002 sophomore album, Welcome, is currently roughly 9 million streams short of obtaining that milestone. And they shared on social media, they said, as many of you may or may not know, for the last decade or so, Welcome has been sitting just under 500,000 500, dollars, units in sales. Well, rec- well, recently we were thrilled when we realized it had passed 500,000 in sales, according to SoundScan. So we set out to try to get the record certified gold. We found out the RIAA does not certify according to Soundscan, so we have to have it verified internally by the numbers from Warner Brothers Atlantic, who are kind enough to join us on our mission and help look into us. According to the WB's numbers, we are still 9 million streams short of gold status. And so they're asking their loyal and amazing fans to get them there. This is we know it sounds like a lot, but really there's over 100,000 uh people on facebook who like the facebook page they have over three hundred and eighty thousand monthly listeners on spotify alone if all of them tell 10 friends and they told 10 friends and they all streamed welcome just once they'd be there wait that's that's the new metal math matt that's the The, new metal math of taproot starting to sound like a ponzi scheme Listen, turns out like a Matt, pyramid scheme. Matt, this is what I'm saying. But listen, all that happens. This is all that happens, Matt. Okay, is that you get ten friends? Okay, Matt. So name. Okay, mm-hmm. let's just do ten friends. Okay, you're gonna call. Okay, you. Je- okay, not counting Jenny? me. Not counting okay. me. You can't, can't, all can't all count right. us. Okay. Uh, okay. Right. So, okay. So um, you know mom. what? I'll help you out. You can you can count me and Jenny. So that's two. Okay. All right. Me and my, Jenny is
1: two. My my mom. <laughs> Three. Okay. My, bro- my brother. You're Four. Matt Rose. Matt five. Jen Hansen. Six. Your wife? My
0: wife. <laughs> oh, she don't want to bring her into this. My mother and my
1: father-in-law. <laughs> your mother and your father-in-law. Uh, and we don't one more. Um, um. Uh, oh, Tom Novick's getting drunk Tom into. Novick,
0: here we go. We got 10. All right, so you get all 10 of us. First of all, you send an incredibly awkward group text and say, hey, everybody.
1: Hey, hey everybody. <laughs> it's bad <badass. laughs> I might just do this because it's stupid. Hey, look, i mean, deadly serious, right? Now. <laughs> That's going
0: to make it even better.
1: Yeah. Okay. I know that you all have a streaming service that you, you mm-hmm. use. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm just begging for you guys to listen to one of my least favorite new <laughs> metal. <laughs> you send this text out. The first text back
0: is w- somebody going, Matt, isn't this the band you always ask the pit what it wants to do? Exactly. <laughs> this is band. where I
1: exasperatedly yelled, what do you want the pit to do? Yeah.
0: And then you just say, listen, Jen, can you just tell 10 of your friends to listen to Welcome hey, also, to everyone?
1: One. Also, I just need a big favorite. That would be, it would be the most listened to record of all time if 300,000 people told 10 of their friends to tell 10 of their friends. Like, what are we, what? <laughs> if it worked, if it works, wow. So, you know what? Can you imagine I, uh-huh. the unif, like, that's the thing that unifies us again? Like, oh, we were divided, but then Tap Fruits Tap Welcome Bruce brought us welcome. back together.
0: Everyone just got together and was just like, oh man, when he goes from a scream to a smooth boy, that's all I needed to know about loving my fellow man. So if you want to help out, that's what you need to do. Also, I don't know why the RIAA would not take SoundScan's ratings. Like, SoundScan, I'm pretty sure, is how, like, they oh. turn an
1: actual sales. Oh, buddy. Because... Steve, Fred Durst. You fucked up. You don't ever bite the hand that feeds in this business, bro. And your fucking manager so that's a fucking idiot. Loser motherfucker going nowhere. You have just chosen that path. Took you under my wing, brought you to my house. Fucking talk about your ass on radio and press. And you embarrassed, like me and the NSCO family. Your association with biscuit doesn't exist. Your manager slings our name around. He's going to be blackballed and probably be erased, and you will too. He's a fucking... I love that he's reading that. That's my favorite. <laughs> let me uh, uh, let me go at thoughts together. um uh, inter- hey, let family
0: having having it all written down is important.
1: You yeah, make You're, sure you cover all the points.
0: That, you know what? It, it would be so hilarious that these guys go to the RIAA to get certified. And the one person they hit is some pencil pusher who's like, didn't you piss off, Fred? My best friend. <laughs> That's
1: what I'm saying. Like, This there's... is the
0: guy who's been certifying all the Limp Bizkit albums over the years. Three times platinum, four times platinum.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying,
0: baby. Wow. I think you cracked the code, Matt. I, I feel like I did. All right. Well, everybody let's still do what we can we all trying to help each other out so tell 10 of your friends to listen to Taproots. welcome don't tell them to listen to the other albums that's gonna throw everything off just welcome okay we need to we need to help these boys out matt we got to talk about something it's called who's touring who's touring this was sent to us by many people Thank you very much. And when they all sent it to me initially, I was like, why are you sending this to us? That was my first reaction. And I know that sounds a little abrupt, but that's what I thought because the headline is El Nino announced confession 20th anniversary tour. And I was like, wow, why are you telling me? We've done El Nino once on this show. We didn't like it. We haven't done any other El Nino. It's just how it goes. Maybe we'll do some more down the line, but you know, we just, we've never been an El Nino kind of show. True. But yet we have talked about them a decent amount. But then you go past the line and you see that the reason this was sent to us is that this tour has support from the band Through Fire and the Dropout Kings.
1: Oh shit.
0: So you've got this uh you've got this tour happening, and I see this and I'm like, Well shit. Where are they playing? Matt, May twelfth. Flint, Michigan, the machine shop. Yeah, but I
1: don't see the Kings.
0: Okay, so this is not a well-put-together post on the PRP. I just want to let it say that. This is a rare miss from Wookabus, okay? Because what you have is Through Fire and Dropout Kings are playing every date. But then at select Uh. dates, you have these other bands who all sound made up. And I'm going to read all their names right now. <laughs> all right, man. I'm gonna read all these names, and you okay. tell me. You tell me what you. I want you to rank them from most likely to actually be a real band. Although I want to say, according to this, they're all real bands. Realist sounding name to fakest sounding name. Here we go.
1: Okay, I have to reorg to Re- realist to fakest. Okay, yes,
0: there we go. So the bands on this list are Sinshrift, Tulip, Redefined, Burden of the Sky, and Acerpus.
1: Aserpus. A service. acerbis semter service. okay semter service sounds the most made up okay to me all right followed by sin shrift mm. then then tulip just sounds tulip and redefined are kind of in this burden of the sky is the only one that sounds like a real band name to me anymore
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say – we've heard so many names like that that have the – of the in the middle that, yeah. I don't – you know what? I have no notes. I think that's exactly how I'd rank them as well. Um, My least favorite to say is actually Cintrift. I hate saying that. Just even looking at it, I'm just like, this is – I can't believe this made it out of the band meeting. Not great. But you are going to get to see the Dropout Kings. So that is exciting. Mm. Um, They did post this on their Facebook, and one of the comments – just saw all the bands listed, and they went, wait, this many bands? What does everybody get? Like three songs? And then the Dropout Kings were like, no, 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 no. It's us and the other guys, and then it's like five bands total. It's not all these other bands. And I'm going to be honest with you, five bands feels like too many still.
1: Uh, Yeah. Three bands. Okay. Three bands.
0: If we got Doors at – let's say we got Doors at six, Show at seven. Okay? Okay.
1: Wow! Wow! I even as I okay. say that to you at the time, I am like doors at five, show at six.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe that's the way to go. Doors at yeah, maybe doors at five, show at six. Is like,
1: everybody going to share the same back line? They're going to have to. There's no way the first three bands have to right? Like, okay, so because if it was doors at seven, show at seven thirty, right? Dropout Kings, come on. They're playing for 30 minutes at least.
0: At most. I don't see how they get longer than 30 minutes.
1: Okay. Then they have to tear down their rig. And here comes through fire. And they're going to play for a half an hour. Yeah. So now it's like 9 o'clock before El Nino comes on.
0: I mean, this is entirely possible. I once saw Soulfly. They didn't go on until 11 o'clock. It was brutal.
1: (laughs) It was too late. I'm too old
0: for that. Yeah so um but i could be mm. there i could be there to see the kings yeah th- honestly that would be the payoff there yeah because that's the other thing you could you what'll happen to you matt is you'll be like you'll see the kings you'll have a great time because it's the yep. kings It's a fucking. they'll king. end through fire comes out you'll be like okay whatever those guys are and then right before el nino comes out and you think to yourself i'm a too old for this you're like wait a minute wait a second I don't even like you, Nino. And then you just right. stroll on just out go the door. Home go home. Perfect. Out the door. Beautiful. Thank you to everyone who sent us that. If you do go to the machine shop show, uh, the openers for that show will be redefined and tulip, uh, along with uh, through the fire or through fire and dropout kings. Let's see. Where would you have to go to see sin shrift? <laughs> You'd have to go to either the, they are playing both of the Montana shows, Billings, Montana and Great Falls, Montana, and they're playing, yeah, um, all the Colorado, Arizona, and Texas shows. So that's if you want to see Sinshrift. Actually, Matt, I'm so fucking curious. Can we hear a Sinshrift song?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Let's, do, let's it. do it. Why not? All right. Now, not knowing anything about this band, I'm just going to go with their number one song here. Okay. I'm gonna go with the song with the most plays. Okay. I'm gonna go with "Run,"
0: mm-hmm.
1: and this is off their uh, self title album from 2021.
0: What can I say? I love it. Um, and <laughs> 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 fuck you. Uh, you know, yeah. You know, honestly, I was waiting for it to get a little bit more vampire, a little bit more motionless and white, and it doesn't really go there. Um, I really, I honestly, though, as much as I did not care for the song, I didn't like load the song, and I think still my least
1: favorite it's thing fine. about
0: my least favorite thing about sin shrift
1: is their name um weirdly when they put it in print mm -hmm. it's like sin uh, like a divider and then shrift
0: honestly matt you telling me that makes it worse um i I had a feeling that that was that i don't like that either so there you go guys get your ticks to go see dropout kings play for 35 minutes uh next up we got a new segment. It's called, and I'm going to do this in the voice, Matt. It's called, Who Admit It? <laughs> he admitted it. He admit it. That's right. Over on the PRP. We're all about the PRP today. This post, it's posted by Wookabust. Come on. Wookabust is the guy. He's putting food on his family. He's making sure that we are up to date on everything. And this one, it's, a, it's the headline is, Edsel Dope slams Metal Media and Naysayers over Static X Reunion Backlash. That's right. He's slamming both the Metal Media and the Naysayers all at the same time. What can't this guy do? He's managing Static X. He's the lead singer of Dope. He's writing the songs for Dope. like
1: what you did there.
0: Mm -hmm. He's the lead singer of Dope. Dope. Oh, Dope. Well, then... And also, I like this. This is this is the headline. Wookabus, one of our great writers. Dope, etc. frontman Edsel Dope <laughs> was recently once again asked about his current roles in the reunited evil disco band Static X. Edsel has freely admitted to serving as producer and manager for the ongoing resurrection of that outfit. However, he has yet to publicly announce it He also serves as Zero, the current frontman for the Platinum and Certified Industrial Group. That living tribute of sorts sports a death mask caricature of late Static X frontman, guitarist Wayne Static. In a recently conducted interview with Audio Inc. Radio, Edsel once again elaborated on the decision to keep his identity in the band quote-unquote private. Really and truthfully, it's not so much about it being private as it is about respecting the brand of Static X and retaining the respect when writing or discussing it. And a good example I can use for that is Ghost. Everyone knows that there's a dude called Tobias that's behind the paint. But when people write about Ghost, they don't call him Tobias. They respect the entity and call him Papa whatever the fuck he is. <laughs> oh <laughs> You're right. My God. Yeah I mean <laughs> Amazing. And that's because they respect the creative. They respect the artistic integrity of it enough to honor that when they call him Papa, whatever the fuck he is. <laughs> That's dope. I love it. With StaticX, we knew very early on that we were not going to have the overwhelming support of the media and the community. You don't say. And in the world that we live in, most people's goal is not to be supportive. It's to try and tear things down. It's to try and be the one to uncover and let you know that there is no Santa Claus or whatever it is. So for me, it was more about making sure that Static X was properly represented because I would never be interested in looking at a photo of Static X or reading a liner note that mentions me as being the singer of Static X. Edsel Dope has no interest being the singer of Static X. There's one living, breathing singer of Static X, and that's Wayne Static. And then there's the character, an entity, for lack of better words, that was created in order to allow Static X to have a future and to continue and be the legacy act that they are and to tour and perform. And we gave that character a name that is respective to Static X and fits the branding of what Static X is, and that's what the importance is. It's the importance of recognizing the character as opposed to recognizing the person behind the character. You have to understand that if we didn't make that an absolute mission of ours, that people would shit all over it and they would have done everything they could to discredit it. And and if it were Edsel Dope singing for Static X, it would be, oh, it's Static Dope. Or if Burton C. Bell from Fear Factory, it would be, oh, it's Static Factory. It's like, go fuck yourself. You can't give people the ability to control your narratives or else they're going to control it in the worst fucking way possible because, for whatever reason, that's the culture that we currently exist in. If it was 25 years ago, we wouldn't have any of this mess because we'd call the editor of fucking Rolling Stone magazine and go, hey, dude, we're going to let you in on what's happening. And they would go, oh, this is great. And they would get behind it and they would properly help you tell your story to the world. But in the world that we currently live in, that's not the goal. The goal is, as I said, to be the naysayer. To be the one who lets you in on the fact that there's no Santa Claus and ruins the parade for everybody because they're just dicks. This goes a long way to saying that this decision was made because, once again, Edsel Dope and the remaining members of Static X have to put food on on their their families
1: families. now it it does make a lot more sense when he kind of presents it like that it's like it's like yeah we know but the thing is it's not about me per se Mm. it's about me but our death mask becomes zero you know just like Johnny whatever the fuck is needed. Uh, well the uh, thing the thing is though is that
0: speaking for me you hated it it made me physically made Jenny and I physically upset it was upsetting and i still feel that way hmm. so i am of the angle that i'd rather it be static dope or this apparent this idea he presented here of Burton C Bell singing for static x i'm like Okay, all right, let's try that. <laughs> but I I can't I can't personally. It's my problem. I can't get on board yeah. for the death mask. This
1: is a Lauren problem. It's
0: a Lauren problem. It's a me problem. You know, but um, but I did enjoy this sort of final reveal. Um, that basically just comes down to we did this because we're trying. I mean, when he keeps saying things like the Static X brand, I'm like, dude, it's about putting food in the family. It's about getting that. Green. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Etzel, for that. And uh,
1: mm-hmm. got a question for you. Yeah, Matt. Who's full blown?
0: Matt, oh, I love that you asked me this question. Okay. Because we get sent a lot of stuff where people say, oh, you know about this band? They've kind of gone new metal. Or they've kind of got a new metal sound now. Or yeah. they have a new metal tinge. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you.
1: Most of the time. Mm. That ain't the case.
0: It's not the case. They don't quite have it. Sometimes you listen to a whole album, and, from a band that supposedly
1: went new metal, full metal
0: and it's not really quite there.
1: Turns out that they catfished us with one fucking song. Absolutely. And the rest was the poor man's some forty one. <laughs> That's right. Who I thought was the poor man's like Blink-blink any two. epitaph band.
0: Yeah. So, um so we uh, had a headline once again at the PRP. Once again, posted by Wookabus. And you know what? I feel like someone might tell well, us. Wookabus putting in
1: the work. Do we know the this work. person?
0: We don't know Wookabus. And someone might say something like, Lauren, Matt, maybe Wookabus is just a catch-all thing for a variety of posters. And you know what I want to say? How dare you? How, How dare, dare you? you? Okay? You know what? Wookabus, he might be the modern-day Shakespeare. Everyone's always trying to say Shakespeare is a bunch of different people. All right? I say Shakespeare is one guy. And following in his footsteps, Wookabus, Wookabus. is one guy. One guy, all right? And that guy's out there, and he's and finding the out- And Riesling
1: is you, Wookabus. That's
0: right. And so, Wookabus, he hit us with the headline here. Hear Gideon go full-blown new metal on new single, Takeoff. I got to tell you, when I hear that a band's gone full-blown new metal, I'm ready. But then- I read this quote from the band.
1: Mm.
0: Matt, would you like to read this quote from
1: Buckle the Up? <laughs> first first words. Buckle up. Buckle up. It's pedaled to the metal from starting line to finish line on this heavy new metal hip hop infused track. File under songs to quit your job to. Soon to be blasted at a drag strip near you. Hold on tight. We're about to take off. I just wanna feel what I feel when i feel good. Mm-hmm. I just wanna feel what I feel when I'm good. Come on, let your time come Don't need your permission already. Got your attention.
0: It, grip the wheel, rip off the rail. Matt, Matt, let that chorus hit, baby. No.
1: Maybe. They went to Buttsburg there for a minute, but mm-hmm. they brought it back, they I want to say. Back. They mm-hmm. dipped in the crack and just did a little dip. Just a little M- dipper. Matt, they went full-blown new metal, baby. I believe they did go full-blown new metal. I'm not angry at this in the least. Gideon.
0: Oh, Gideon. This record. Oh, my God. I am. this. I heard this song. I was excited for the new Gideon record. I heard this song, and I was like... You got any more of these? I I'll you tell you.
1: You know what I noticed more than anything? Mm-hmm. The guitar tone. Mm-hmm. That's that. See, this is the thing. Like, uh, I guess we've done enough of this where I'm starting to recognize guitar tones. And that is not a metalcore guitar tone. That was way more new metal. Mm-hmm. And then it really had kind of that. Falling down the stairs, feel that corn can have yeah. at points in their songs. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh shit, the machine is running. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is coming whether you want it to or not. Um, yeah, just that one low point uh, in the chorus. But I mean, please, please, I could hear. Dude, do you feel the need for speed? <laughs> I know, right?
0: So I'm looking at this, I'm realizing now, as I look at these tour dates, I'm realizing. That these guys are currently on a headlining tour with the following bands. For the Fallen Dreams, Orthodox, and Guerrilla Warfare. Guerrilla Warfare we've talked about on the show before. So this is a New Metal AF tour. They are playing, Matt, tonight, mere miles from your home. They're playing The Pike Room at the Crowfoot. Holy shit. They're probably on stage right now as we record this. Yeah. Tomorrow, for me, when this episode goes up, it'll be like a month from now. They are playing the Black Circle in Indianapolis, Indiana. I've never even heard of the Black Circle. Also, I have tentative dinner plans with someone, but now I'm like, do I need to get to the Black Circle so I can take off? My God. And then they're going to play other such cities as Chicago, Illinois, Lincoln, Nebraska, Tacoma, Washington. You're going to get hit. You're going to get hit. if you. And then they're going to close their tour out March 18th in Nashville, Tennessee. They're playing a lot. And this record comes out March 17th. It's called More Power, More Pain. I am, uh, you don't really line up anymore for records on record, you know, on new release day. You just line up at your at your Apple Music or your Spotify account and just wait for it to drop. But I'm going to be lined up. I'm ready to go. This one, I'm ready to go.
1: So the Black Circle is yes, a brewery. Oh, so it has a lot of extra space and they do m- use it as a concert venue.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got to believe if if this song is making the rounds, it's probably sold out. But I'm going to look into it after we get off. I, if, if it is sold out, it's fine. It's fine. Like no, I said. Thursday,
1: our- February 23rd, 2023, Gideon for the Fallen Dreams, Orthodox and War. Live at the Black Circle. Tickets on sale. Let's see. Checking. Yeah, we're gonna follow that link. And we're gonna say two tickets. You could still get GA tickets, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Oh man, Matt. Uh,
0: Okay. 18 bucks. 18 dollars. 18 dollars, men of the people. Men of the people. All right. Well, that's that's an exciting thing here. All right. I'm gonna consider it. I'm gonna consider it. Matt, we gotta keep this going, buddy. With a segment called Who's New AF? Who's
1: New AF?
0: Matt, we got this message. We got a DM.
1: Ooh. Sliding the pin.
0: From our old friend from a previous segment called Vandals Can't Handles. Eric Vandal.
1: Eric Vandals.
0: He sent us this DM and it said simply New Skindred song is new AF. And he sent us a YouTube link Matt I'm ready I've been living with this song I may have sent this song to a couple people Let's talk about this Let's do this song Just give me that Boom, boom, boom Just give me that Boom, boom Just give me that Give me that Boom, boom,
1: boom Just give me that I don't care what you got Just give me that Attention, I come to mention. Now we're gonna take you in a different direction. That's the way we rock and make them move them body. We got those over there asking for selfies. This time I got to say, no. don't try to pull down my bandana. Can't let you ruin my shoes. I hear them say, turn around, 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 stupid Now turn around. I don't care what you got, just give me that. I can't wait for the next John Wick trailer to be featuring this song.
0: <laughs> this is a song perfectly made for guys to get their bodies blown in half and thrown off a bridge or something. Perfect for this. You know, Vin Diesel could drive a car through like eight buildings to this song. This one, I love it. It's 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 got an old fashioned new metal vibe to it in like a POD,
1: hundred percent POD, hundred percent POD. Is-
0: boom is right there. Yeah, um, I love this.
1: It's um, is it, our friends. Our favorite band from that are Welsh. Our yes. favorite band that are Welsh.
0: That's right, man. Our favorite band that are Welsh. You know where 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 are they from again? I'm I'm looking it up. I know this is a mistake, but I'm doing well, it well, anyway. It's an island
1: off they, the coast of they, Great They're
0: from Britain. Newport, Wales, but we yeah. don't know
1: where Wales is. Right, it is an island. It's an island off of Great
0: Britain. right. Hold on, I'm clicking. It is his own thing. Okay, hold on. It is
1: part of the United Kingdom. <laughs> okay,
0: well Newport is a city and county borough in Wales. And then mm-hmm. Wales is board. Hold on. We're going to crack this open right now. Is a country that is part yes. of the United Kingdom, is yes. bordered by England to the east, Correct. the Irish Sea to the north and west, the Celtic Sea to the south, and the Bristol Channel also to the south. Yes. Okay.
1: We did good. All and right. I, th- I think for the first time in, in my history of speaking on Wales. Mm hmm. I actually spoke correctly
0: i think so i'm looking at i'm looking at the map provided by Dot great flag
1: uh Wales's flag top tier
0: top tier flag i'm looking at this now i'm seeing where Wales is located here and i think i have a better idea of where it is but i will be honest with you even looking at this i'm like i still maybe don't know where it is but i have a better idea uh either way i think this song is a lot of fun the video is a lot of fun and uh eric thank you for sending it our way uh shockingly the album that this song is from does not come out until august i don't know why they're making a sit this long wow that's a long time that's an incredibly long lead time in this in this <laughs> attention starved economy you're gonna make us wait you're gonna give us this heater and then make us wait till August? And also, I want to say, this song is actually not new. This song actually came out like a couple months ago. So this is like, I don't know why. I don't understand. Record labels make it make sense. What's going on? You looked at the release calendar and you're like, there's no way. We can't put this thing out. Aww. We got to wait till August. is the first opening you've got? Yep. They must have some insider information we don't know. Like, who else is dropping records? I mean, I guess you can't put it out March 17th because that Gideon record's coming out. Crowded marketplace in that regard. But I mean, I mean, what? Deftone's dropping ohms two or something. Tell us. Let just us know. Tell us. Let, Let us. us. Hit My us God. up at the truth. Yeah. Or you can, you know what? You can also just send us a preview of this album and not make us wait till August. August. We're going to be different people then. Okay.
1: That's what I think.
0: That's what I, I know it. I know it. But thank you, Eric, for sending us that song. I enjoyed it. Matt and I both enjoyed it a lot. All right, Matt. I think it's the perfect time to round out this episode and talk about Andrew Wolf's Medations part Three. Oh, the wolf of
1: new metal we
0: have uh, you know we've heard a lot of heaters this episode Matt
1: yes and except uh, for one by David Lee Ruff, yeah except that's was, true yeah and one <laughs> that was just more like someone peed in a sock that you didn't
0: realize <laughs> Nothing worse than a soggy P sock. Um, but we know Andrew Wolf's going to bring us all back around. Uh, we've heard a lot of heaters from him so far on this list. He's really bringing this trilogy to a close, Matt. And this week, who do we have?
1: Oh, well, we have a band called Profiler with their song, Miserable.
0: So that's definitely some new, new there, Matt. Speaking of guitar tones that I recognize, this is definitely a bringing a little bit more of that metalcore guitar tone yep. that we hear a lot, but with a bit of that new metal bounce, that new metal emotion. And there's just a clarity to it and a smoothness to it that I wouldn't necessarily associate with metalcore. I will admit that I actually was uh, tipped to this band a few months ago. Holiday Kirk made a list of uh, stuff to check out on Twitter. And this was one of the bands that I believe he linked to, and I listened to this whole EP, and it's pretty solid, new, new, mm-hmm. uh, in this vein. So when I saw this was on the list, I'm like, oh, okay, people know these. these are, this is a hot new band. So I enjoyed this a lot, honestly. Even though it's not a one to one, I did get like a little "My Ticket Home," not mm-hmm. so much "Strangers Only," but more of the Unreal era, uh, "My Ticket Home." But yeah, I enjoyed this one. I like the passion. I like that mixing of the new metalcore guitar. What we'll about the new metalcore sound, mixing that those two together? I think these boys are a winner. How'd you feel about this one, Matt?
1: You know, I enjoyed it. There was something about it that I was like, it didn't glom on to me. I think if I heard it again, I might like it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But um, first listen, it was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I I didn't. Um, I'm trying to figure it out. I don't know if it was the guitar tone or if I didn't like the singer. Mm. Also, you know, you did just hear Gideon go
0: full blown new metal. New metal. That is true. That yeah. is true. So that's that's gonna Yeah, because
1: t- you kinda had a major lift in the chorus on this one. And mm-hmm. I mean, I just heard Gideon go full
0: blown. This is what full blown new metal. You know what I mean? I mean, listen, there's something you know how it is when you just you get home and you've left, you know, or you know, you've walked out of the room for five minutes, you've let Rosemarie be at her own devices for a couple minutes. I've let Ronan be left to his devices for a couple minutes. You walk back in, you're like, did you just go full-blown crazy in here? But it's like, did you guys go full-blown new metal? I left for a minute, and you guys are like turntables? And you're spitting on this track? And you're down-tuning? What is this? You spin, motherfuckers? You spit? You You know, it's still a solid entry from Andrew Wolfe's recommendations, Part 3. I believe... Are we at the halfway point of this list? Yes, now? we are.
1: We very much are.
0: We're at the halfway point, which means we'll be done with this by 2024. Correct. Um, yeah. So perfect. Thank you again, Andrew. We'll continue on through this list, and that does indeed bring us to the end of another episode of Roach Coach. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello to us online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, for Roach Coach, and all of those. Send us an email, Roach Podcast at gmail.com. Dot com. And, of course, remember, you can listen to every episode of Roach Coach ever that's ever been made over at RoachCoach.com. That's true. This is also true. Nothing but facts from me here at the end. So, until next time, Matt, thank you.
1: Lauren, thank you. Roach Riders and
0: Indigo Angels, thank you.
1: Thank you.